Hello everybody, this is Dr. Keith and welcome to the Wake Up Call. In my studio today I have uh, Sarah Neese with me today. Sarah is the manager of Optimal Wellness Center. She's also been a, a patient of mine for over 15 years. Uh, she's a dedicated student of the practice and really is someone who demonstrates and lives the lifestyle uh, of the practice, the wellness center, and Heart Healthy Homes. So thank you so much for being with me, to Sarah. It's nice to have you with me. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me, Dr. Keith. So I would like you to just tell the audience uh, kind of your path, uh, your passion, and uh, what has brought you into this place of your life with the practice and the wellness center, and especially being such an important part of Heart Healthy Homes. Well, um, I guess you could say it all began when I was 14 and I started seeing you as a patient and um, my goodness, uh, the different healings and my God, um, amazing realizations that happened uh, have forever like changed my path uh, in terms of opening me up to the beauty that the practice is. And um, in all honesty, it's shown me um, a depth of divinity that is so healing and purifying that it has shown me how um, life itself is bringing about these amazing transformations and um, you know in all honesty it's shown me like um, the mm -hmm. basis of health and then how to live in a way that really makes us available so that others can learn to live this way as well okay and when you when you say um, a realization can you can you give the audience an example of one of the realizations like what that when you use that word or you describe an experience as a realization can you give an example of what that means so that the audience can get a more tangible idea of what that means when you say that of course um, that is wow um, so it's an experience where after having a beautiful healing session uh, with you this took place where it's just sitting and being and then all of a sudden realizing that something that was once uh, a major aspect of disarray or challenge uh, no longer no longer existed within me and then all of a sudden uh, the perfection of life made itself so clear that um, the absence of that disease of that disharmony with what is became so blatant that if anything it, it brought me to a place of complete um, joyful tears and release mm -hmm. and um, this has just been something you know the specific instance that I'm referencing had to do back in a few years ago um, you know, could you could you um, could you kind of narrate us through that so that we can kind of see it from your mind's eye from your experience so that it becomes of real course. for us because I can tell when I talk with you these are these are very real for you it's like they've it, it's like they're timeless in your experience. Oh my goodness, yes. So if you could if you could narrate us through that so that we could have an insight and experience what that was, give us some detail, kind of bring it down to our level so we can understand. Okay, okay, so um, I've been very blessed with a very colorful life and in terms of um, the different levels of uh, lessons I've encountered have uh, ranged. So this was back in 2013. This was um, April 1st, actually. I remember the date. Uh, kind of an ironic isn't date, it? isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all have to be a fool right, in order to be exactly. enlightened, don't we? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a shame it's only one day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, not always. Not for us. <laughs> no. For us, it's every moment. But it really is. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it was um, April 1st, and at that point in my life, you know, there was um, a lot of chaos that I was involved in, a lot of different um, relationship patterns that were just completely unhealthy, mm -hmm. and I was in a really, to be honest, a, a level of addiction in mm -hmm. a lot of different areas, and um, I came in to see you. The session was beautiful. Uh, at that time, I actually, I did not record it, but it was something I remember having to do with the energy of addiction, mm. and it was really beautiful. Like, the entire experience was just wonderful. I remember leaving and just feeling in such a, like, a space of peace. Later that evening, I had a class normally scheduled, so I went to the college campus, and as I was uh, walking into the classroom, the professor was there with one other student, and he was like, oh, you didn't get the email. You know, I'm actually not having class tonight. And at that time, I was like, okay, great, you know, like, yeah, all right, then right, I get right. to, you know, go hang out in, you know, downtown Cleveland. Can <laughs> Do I get whatever I want. <laughs> right, for two hours, here we go. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think we all know what that means. <laughs> I think we do, too. <laughs> so I contacted uh, one of my friends who actually, she used to live on the east side of Cleveland. And, um, you know, I just sent her a message saying, hey, you know what? Class got canceled. I love to just come over, hang out for a little bit. I didn't hear a response for her, from her, but I just went over anyway. And literally, as I was pulling in her driveway, she sent me a message back saying she had strep. But if I wanted to hang out, you know, I was more than welcome to. And at that point, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm here. I'm just going to chill, have a little bit of time to myself. And, um, you know, I was sitting on this porch and uh, actually I have a picture of it uh, because as I was sitting on this porch just reflecting on the day um, experiencing um, a different uh, realm of reality all of a sudden the song that was playing was a song that I used to listen to a lot and it had to do it's a beautiful song but it's about a a girl who's very like broken inside and, and there's this like emptiness mm. inside her and you know it's relatable uh, yeah Dave Matthews band song and then all of a sudden um, it was such a beautiful thing as that song is playing and as I suddenly start to realize the identification I had with that song as that girl was no more I could see in my mind my face as it was this uh, path transgression, if you will. And it went from being happy to happy to sadder to sadder to then getting into like this really dark place. And then all of a sudden, in that last segment, you actually, Dr. Keith, like burst forward with this momentum, arms outstretched, and all of a sudden, the realization hit in terms of no longer was I entrenched in those energies of addiction. And then, to be quite honest, the presence of divinity became so clear and imminent in that moment. I saw it revealed from the heavens, and I just started weeping with joy. And it was this, um, the beauty of how perfect everything has been became so um, visual and apparent and I just literally wept for a half hour of how beautiful everything had been and how perfect it all was and it it I uh, don't even know all of the words to adequately convey 
um, sounds like there really miraculous. isn't yeah it sounds like there really isn't words to fully describe the experience no. I can tell when when I'm looking at your face and you're talking about this that it was truly a transcendental experience exactly and I, I even recall like you know like because there are these little girls like jumping rope a few streets down a few like houses down and they kind of looked and they're like you know what is what's up with this white girl just crying her ass off you know like but I'm just oh my god I'm looking around I see this like little car turn off the street and it, it, it's kind of breaking down and it was just like oh my god it's so beautiful everything was emulating that experience yes it was the, the removal of something that just was not meant to be a part of the experience that I was in and it was so beautiful in terms of um, how it showed the dedication in your practice to bringing this about and just like the um, gosh the realm of eternal coming through mm. yeah yeah that which is just completely beyond our comprehension yes, on any exactly. level yeah, I love that exactly so what um, so that was beautiful and amazing and boy oh boy I think you did an absolutely fabulous job of explaining that thank you <laughs> can you can you kind of take us through like what happened after that moment of realization like what did you notice change oh what goodness. became undeniable like how did that moment translate into your life as it was created going forward oh wow so I even remember like um, as I'm you know get back into my car I, uh, I'm driving, you know, I'm accidentally hitting some potholes in the road. Please, if you're unfamiliar with Cleveland streets, they they tend to have a little bit of those in them. <laughs> yes, they do. So, yes, they do. Yeah. No matter where you're at. No matter where. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so as I'm driving and, you know, hitting some of these potholes, I've just, normally what would have come out before would have been like these like curse words and just like, rah, rah, rah. but if anything, it was just like, oops. Oh, well, you know, like, <laughs> then I just could, a part of the experience. Yes, I heard nice. myself and I was just like, wow, yeah, no more, no more of like what was once so entrenched in something. And that was so beautiful. And my God, I mean, I ended up having to um, go to the grocery store, I was getting some food, I had to I went to the bathroom for what felt like an hour in terms of just just releasing. Yes. And, you know, we talk about this in the teachings. Um, when you're in the throes of that immediate release, you know, the, the funny words but accurate that I use to describe that is I say you're having an emotional bowel movement. Exactly. And I laugh about, um, I can't remember which one of the lessons it is. Do you remember which one it is by chance where I'm having the emotional bowel movement in Luchita's? Do you happen to know which oh, one that goodness. is offhand? If you don't, it's um, fine. But oh, Not offhand. Not offhand. Because I talk about being in a restaurant and um, going through what we're talking about as a realization and the experience of really being in complete surrender to that order of transformation and being willing to look kind of funny, but being willing to look the fool yes. and just go through the breakdown so that you can release what is not going with you and go through the recreation. Yes. And uh, it really is like having an emotional bowel movement. And quite honestly, as you uh, have said, uh, many times there is accompanying it a physical release um, that is bowel related or urine related or you know crying or whatever so so you ended up having that physical release after you had that energetic emotional release yes correct exactly mm. exactly and um, my god I mean I, I don't even remember what happened after I went to the store and was just like oh wow like that once I finished using the restroom it was I felt so 
light. <laughs> really? Like yeah, it was literally. Literally, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't just like, okay, I feel, you know, that. Yeah, you you didn't feel just empty. Right. You felt light. Exactly. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah. And my God, it was just oh, astounding. All right, so fast forward, mm-hmm. like, um, like, and, and again, if there's anything you don't want to share, that's fine. But kind of give us an idea of like your timeline going forward from that, because clearly you said you were in the throes of addiction yes. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, how long, give or take, from that time did it take for your life to demonstrate that you were no longer in that place any longer? That's an excellent question. Um, so, you know, I, I, even though it was such a beautiful experience, of I still had to test the waters <laughs> and see, you well, know, what okay. else. Is so that? you're normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very fair way to say it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so still tried to experiment with uh, certain substances. Um, primarily with alcohol, yeah. that just was not an agreeing substance <laughs> with me. You know? Just wasn't happening. Yeah, tried a little bit of opiates here. That just was not a good idea. Yeah, right, <laughs> so right. So just... it was clear that that was over. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So what do you? How long would you say it was before that period of? T- and again, I want everyone to understand when you go through this practice and you live this lifestyle that, and I even put it in the book that many times the revelations and the awakenings are immediate and the shift is immediate. And then sometimes there's a segue. Yes. Um, uh, And what I call that is there's a dying process. And just because you know when you're awake uh, doesn't mean that the transformation into the behavior, especially when you're early in the practice, happens immediately. You'll notice the longer you're in the practice, um, as I am, uh, that the immediate awakening leads to an immediately immediate transformation and shift and it becomes spontaneous and uh, that but that happens the more you practice the more you surrender the more you don't have anything resisting it Mm -hmm. so can you just give us a ballpark like how long was it give or take before that became a fully implemented part of your life and alcohol was no longer a part of your life or any of those things oh well you know I actually I had to get called by your office to come in for a session because um, things were um, becoming better so quickly that my mind was in a place that needed um, additional, um, honestly, alignment through the beautiful work that you are, that you bring. Amazing. And it was something um, that if that session, uh, June 11th, that same year, if that had not happened, um, you know, I, I know for a fact I wouldn't be here. Wow. So you went through from April until June. Mm hmm. The, the realization and the revelation um, mm-hmm. was bringing such a change to your life yes that you that you literally needed some additional support on the mental level yes to help your mind let go and realize that this was really just the way you were going to be now that you right. were going to be healed exactly wow and it was it was fascinating because that in those uh, two months time you know that's when it was just becoming beautifully blatantly clear. No longer could I be a part of the dysfunctional patterns with myself in terms of the addictions uh, with others in terms of relationships yes. that I had. And it was one of the most beautiful things, to be quite honest, because as I was having a conversation with this um, person in my life who actually turned out to be an incredible um, teacher and also reflection of what I almost became, that interaction forever shifted the spiritual development of 
my own spirit, if you will. Hmm. And that activated on such a deep level that my mind started to try to take the enlightenment um, experienced from that conversation and move it into an addictive pattern. And then based on that addictive pattern still being present, uh, I would have gone into um, a very, you know, the end of mania, but not in a way that was peaceful, more like the, like, yeah, the burnout of right, it. Right, exactly, which was what was so beautiful in terms of your office calling me and saying, you're coming in for an appointment tomorrow at 11. And, you know, I still have that recording um, beautifully saved. And um, I actually I share that with others because they're just like, they're like, wow. I think it's, I think it's really cool to, um, to, again, help our listeners understand the miracle of this order that we call life. Yes. Um, I'm, I am normally, and especially at that time, even more so, uh, I'm normally booked anywhere from two to six months in advance. So um, there is no real appointments available. So what happens is when, when you're going through something like uh, Sarah was, she would have called and she would have just traditionally been put on what's called my waiting list. And then when an appointment comes up, my staff goes through the waiting list and calls people. And it's almost like a lottery. If you get called and you're able to take the appointment, then the timing is accepted to be right and you come in. So it adds even more credence to this testimonial that we're getting that literally you were the one we happened to call, you were available, Mm -hmm. you came in for the visit, Mm -hmm. and then as a result of that visit, you were able to further transition into this new reality of consciousness without that pattern in your mind. Yes. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. That's why it was such um, a miracle to get the call because it was like, oh my God, like, you know, wow, this is amazing. And if anything, it was like, okay, this is how it needs to be in terms of peace. It was another example of that order. Yes. And again, it's one thing to get the call, but it's another thing to answer it, isn't it, Sarah? Yes, that's true. That's true. You know, the call goes out to a lot of people, but those who are ready to answer that call and step into that place of healing are the ones that more fully are examples and are showing themselves to be fully integrated into that order that's really calling us calling us all. Yes, it's honestly like... It's such an honor to have that. Like it's it's to know that, receive that, and then move into that and see how to embody that in a way that, to be honest, Keith, you know, like brings alignment to the order itself. And then just like, you know, to demonstrate the loving appreciation for what it's doing. Oh my goodness, that gets extended into like behavior and activities and like, levels of doing to exemplify that and you know what we want to hear more about this uh we're going to take a quick break right now and then uh, we're going to come right back and talk to sarah some more about where this path and her journey has taken her to so everyone just hang right on we're just going to step away for a moment and we'll be right back hello everybody this is dr jordan thank you so much for being a part of this amazing uh wake-up call It is my pleasure to wake you up and be awoken, and I hope you're enjoying this experience. Uh, One of the uh, standard process products that I've used in my practice for many years to help people's minds and bodies deal with the general acidity or stressful environment is I use a product called Mintran, Minchex. Either one of those, Mintran or Minchex, they are whole food products created by standard process that just help to alkalize the body calm the central nervous system down, slow the mind down a bit, and just give that body and mind a chance to just take a breather, 
rest more deeply, regenerate and heal. You know, we all need to take a break from the dealing and spend more time in the healing. And if you feel like your life is full of too much of the dealing and not enough of the healing, add that Mintran or Minchex into your whole food supplement routine and you will find a wonderful shift in your ability to sleep, relax, and be still. Thank you so much for being a part of the Wake Up Call. This is Dr. Keith, and we are back in the studio with Sarah Neese, who just got done sharing an amazing testimonial of her realization uh, out of a space of addiction and uh, what we'll call a busy mind <laughs> and, uh, and the normal general things that can happen as we enter into a space of stillness. So many of the symptoms people are struggling with are really their resistance to stillness, but they are not diagnosed as a resistance to stillness. They're diagnosed as an anxiety problem or a stress problem, which is really nothing more than an opportunity to calm down and just let go. Uh, Sarah, just take us through kind of some broad strokes now of, um, you know, you're, you've gone through this transformation, you're in this new place, um, and you're, you're still a patient of, of the center. Um, kind of take us through the next couple broad steps of how you got from there to where you are now. Okay, so to be honest, it required a complete change within all facets of my experience, of my life. Uh, so this had to do with the friends I had, um, relationships mm. with my family, um, my own self in terms of you know development. So a whole life shift. Yes, legitimately on every level. Which always requires a death for the new rebirth. Oh, absolutely. If anything, that's one of the best parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you know now. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining on right. the other side. Let's, let's be compassionate to our listeners who have right, yet to go right. through that. Of course, of course. I've been you too. No worries here. Right. <laughs> so what was that like to go through that, to literally feel oh your old goodness. life like dying away from you and realizations of the oh. way that you bonded and were with those situations was no longer? Well, you know, it was, um, it showed me what I was moving into was completely the reality, the truth. Um, is there a better way to say that? I knew what was happening was so real and pure that anything that tried to move me out of that path just had to be looked at and changed, moved nope. on from. Okay, and was that affirmation that you were receiving, um, was it an internal affirmation? Was it events of your life? Was it circumstances? Both. So was that you were, in other words, Both. you were receiving affirmation through this practice, not only from within yourself, yes. but you were also receiving affirmation, affirmation, excuse me, from situations that were beyond your control, but were yet mimicking that order back exactly. to you. Exactly. That's, that that's that, beautiful. Yes, that's a perfect way to say it, actually. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Dr. Keith. I appreciate that. Um, because there was so it wasn't egoic then no if anything that's key yes yes if anything it was um, you know staying true to what I knew need to happen and at the same time letting go of the um, accustomed interactions with those people with those places with the with myself that once was uh, so familiar but still based on a level of disease or just outdated programming. Mm -hmm. And and for our listeners who 
who are new to this, um, she's very much um, describing the way that I teach people to live when they follow the practice. Mm -hmm. And anyone who hears these phrases, doing what I knew would be best, following what I knew to be true, when you hear the words I know or I knew, you're following an intuitive path. And that's what the practice is all about. It's teaching you how to tap into that intuition and, and really listen to what life is showing you to do and how to be and following that. And as you listen to this, uh, any, of you, any of you who feel called to enter into it and learn more about it, uh, I have a nonprofit and it's at thepracticeheals.org. It is all free. It's an online uh, learning platform uh, that, uh, ironically, many, many, fast forward many, many years, Sarah has been an integral part of helping me to create and get out there so that the world can experience uh, free of charge uh, the miracle of transformation that she experienced as well. So it's important that everyone realize this isn't just something you need to listen to and be inspired by. There's an action step you can take. You go to thepracticeheals.org. You set up a username and a password, and you can begin to go through the process and experience this on your own. Uh, and again, that's free of charge. So, uh, so as you follow that intuition, as you follow that way that you knew to be best, um, we kind of talked about some things that had that died, relationships, patterns, things like that. Um, could you share with me some of the things that you saw coming into your life that were like kind of good in a way that you could have never imagined? Oh yes. Um, they can be simple, like what did you notice changing in you physically? What did you notice changing oh, in God. you mentally? What did you notice changing in your career, your oh, life, yeah. things like that, your health? Okay, you know what? Things um, we can relate to. Right, right. So with the mental piece, um, gosh, there had always been like this buzzing, if you will, like it was, I couldn't really focus. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really, you know, like I had all of these different ideas running around in my head, but then when it came to try to do something, it was like I couldn't and I couldn't, Interesting. yeah, I couldn't perform like an output function, if you will. I had all this stuff inside, but then nothing was able to come about. And then my mind would ramp up and then it would just become more disheveled with emotions that were still um, unable to be released or processed. So then in the actual experience, and you know, I, I, I love myself in my different levels of progression, but it must have been amusing on some level to be like, okay, this person, you know, just check me in or check me out. You know, what's going on <laughs> at the front desk here, you know? <laughs> because at that time, I was blessed to work at a family company and they had me at the front desk and I'm going through significant <laughs> shift and change on every imaginal level. And all of a sudden, I was just like sitting there and I, I don't know how to um, <laughs> do things that weren't were so normal because I'm realizing, oh my God, the clarity and the space in my mind um, is completely there and then there wasn't the buzzing or the um, disconnect that was clouded with such like um, angst or um, like like just overly um, like a motor running too high yeah too fast of an idle yes exactly too many rpms right yeah and it was just it was it was very peaceful very calm that's how it became after the beautiful healings that would happen and the realizations that would occur after the healing that would show something that was causing such a dissonance has been so beautifully removed because of the beautiful healer who's been that. And now life is bringing in a higher level of processing and function that's able to just do how the system is meant to be. 
and then it's like wow and then there's this like um, loving embrace of that and still a continuation in this path that brings about the truth to others who are ready for that because some of the conversations that would take place seemingly like instantaneously after that were so in tune with that change with that healing and this so, so they wouldn't excuse me so they would they would actually notice that about you yes and it would actually yield a spontaneous conversation yes. that would that would offer sharing exactly how like, beautiful it really was like i i remember one time i was just having a conversation where it was with a bunch of people and at that time i was a little um sensitive to being around a lot of people mm -hmm. and I just, you know, like I was starting to try to overcompensate for the uh, conversational dynamic. And then it was just something beautifully came through, reminiscent of one of the sessions and then reaffirmed by life that just showed me like, just let it be like, be in peace here. Like, just don't try to do anything but be in peace. So then I just like, okay, took like a, in, in, uh, internal step back mm -hmm. and then just stayed in that peace and a woman leaned over and was like Sarah you just look so beautiful right now I just have to let you know wow it immediate affirmation literally, through literally. another individual exactly how lovely it really was so beautiful and amazing and it was just like wow I love God like how beautiful life is oh so that's just what continued to happen and it's interesting because Parts of that were really like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. And then other parts were like, wow, okay, I need to ensure that this truth is becoming clear in every aspect of my life that's calling for it. That's what I love so much about the practice, Dr. Keith, is it really makes that level of healing and realization um, something you understand to um, serve. So it has like a level of healthy accountability to maintaining that integrity with what you've received because then how you accelerate that in different areas of your life that need it you know and you're not doing it to try to permit um, you're doing it so that life sees you understanding the purpose of that experience and then in that lesson you're able to um, make things more clear for the higher truth that's meant to come in and bring that order in a way that also ignites healing and um, so beautifully represents what this practice is about. It's, it's interesting, um, as I reflect back on this now, that it, it wasn't, you know, I mean, what is time at some point, but mm -hmm. it, it wasn't long, you know, as Sarah gave herself to this practice, to these healings, to everything she was called into, um, you know, we kind of saw the trajectory of her life coming into the trajectory of, of the practice itself mm -hmm. and as a, as a metaphor, uh, literally, into the practice itself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember having her in, in the room and she was saying that she, uh, she had been gone. She had worked at the family business and then she had worked at a, um, an insurance company and at a part of her stepping stone in her path and that that had come to an end. And uh, literally, it came to an end right as uh, someone at my front desk uh, decided to move on. And it's always beautiful. People need to do what they need to do. And that literally opened up the position for her to enter into the practice, uh, literally, yes. and be a part of the center 
uh, and that's where Sarah started her experience at the Wellness Center, was at the front desk. And mm -hmm. um, how, how long ago was that that you started? I know... Um, 2015. 2015. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be going on five years, years this year. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. It really is. Yeah, and she has been, um, Sarah's always been an amazing example and um, just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's, uh, uh, she always does the best for the center. Um, she's amazing. She's an incredible, she refers people, her entire family has come to see me over the years. And um, she's, just, she's an advocate. That's what I wanted to say. She's really an amazing advo advocate for the center. Um, so it didn't take long for her to move from the front desk into management and into a major part of being the creative role uh, with me and getting these things out there because she truly, uh, she truly lives it. And as a part of living it, she has received the life that she's received. She didn't live it in a self way to receive it she would have never ever imagined that she'd be in the position with all of this work that she is right now right she really just lived it and ended up in the place that she's at and that's you know as myself that's the wonderful selfless experience that you have in the practice that you don't do it to get anything and you don't do it to really get rid of anything right. you just do it because you know it's the right thing to do exactly yeah well, it has been a real pleasure having you uh, on the wake-up call today. I would I would love to have you come back again and share some more oh, stories. I would love that, too. Thank you so much for having me, too. I love this. And I want to thank everyone for listening in today. And uh, by all means, uh, feel free to uh, post your comments on our Heart Healthy Homes website or Heart Healthy Homes Instagram. If you're not on those, please get on those and become friends or follow. Uh, we would love to hear your input, and we look forward to having more amazing examples of transformation on this wake-up call. So thank you so much, Sarah, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Thank you so much.